2: Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co host, John Spees. And today uh, is not a day I thought it was going to come. I didn't think <laughs> it was going to happen, John. It has been the vast majority of this year. We have made it to the finals in our 2022 Patron Tournament, our Teddy Do Championship, if you will. This has been uh, a wild ride. It's been eight months and four days in the making. But this, but this is actually going to be not coming out until October, so we are uh, even a little ahead on our recording time. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to uh, have these two fantastic contestants go up against each other, and so let's meet them in our first one. At home, playing trivia, beating bearish in the playing round, then taking Brian McClure. Victory over Ian Trolsey. And even the great Joshua Henrick. Then he took out Michael Turner. Oh, it's a fact that he's playing really well. King Jeremy the Good Son. Will he be champ, Jeremy? Good son, playing throwback trivia take down today. Hey, that was a way long intro. Do you like that one, buddy?
0: Uh, <laughs> I knew where you were going as soon as you started. As I know that song very well. Yeah, yeah. All I applaud you. your
3: commitment, Adam.
0: I I think. I, I, yes, I have to. Uh, It's the championship.
2: I got to go all out. Props where props is due. (laughs) All right. Jeremy, you have made it to the finals. I already gave a little uh, breakdown of who you took out on the way
0: here. Uh, Please remind everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Jeremy Goodson. I am an IT tech from Chicago. Uh, Do some trivia writing and trivia hosting on Twitch and a bunch of other stuff like that. Uh, Father, husband, all that fun stuff.
2: All that fun stuff. All right. And here's his opponent on the way. Swing in a belt, beating Micah Easter, Jody Steele, Caroline Bronstein. He beats back and then Bucks Bomb as Eric Eed hits a three run trivia home run in the ninth inning. And this bench warmer is in the championship. Touch them all, Eric. You'll never have a bigger trivia match in your life. Eric Eed, welcome back to the show.
4: Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. I I can say some stuff about what you said about Jeremy, but I'm not going to call him a harmless little. Never mind. Um, <laughs> hey, I was leaving that part out. Come on. Uh, but no, thanks for having me back. Um, this has been a lot of fun. This is what? What are we like? 2023 now by the time it's, this comes out, like you said. right? Basically, we're a sneeze away.
0: <laughs> back when we started this podcast. Right.
4: Oh, it's I said it before. I'm going to be lad. I'm going to have a void after this is over. I'm like, I don't know what to do every (laughs) few weeks now. So, Well, you two are very
2: impressive. Almost as impressive as our rules.
1: Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown.
2: Terrible segue, but here we go. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, as we are doing, uh, as we did with our last championship, we are gonna do the same thing because we have two different hosts and they have two different uh, trivia writing styles, if you will. I am gonna start things off today. And I will be doing round one. And then my big brother, John, will be taking over for round two and the finals. But uh, we do have to do our initial kind of toss-up. And I want to know who's going to be going first. So to do so, I'm going to do something that I don't, I don't know if I've done yet. And I, I would say, for at least our family, I famously don't really care for books. I'm not a big book guy. But I want to know what is literature-wise, not comic book, actual novel. What is your favorite novel of all time?
0: Maybe y'all don't read either.
4: <laughs> yeah, I
0: I read a lot, but that's a What's... that's a loaded question. I give you like favorite series or something, but favorite novel would be
2: rough. Single novel. I thought it was going to be a little bit more interesting. <laughs> Not going to lie. Do you wait? Have you
4: have you been on any of the recordings I've been on with you? Yeah, I, but you I, you pull out some good tr- or uh, literature I, questions. I can see books. Yeah. <laughs> on the shelf.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I've never read anything more than the back of them okay so based on the back of the books i uh like i faked my way through a few books in high school but that was about it Spark you know notes. what here i got no, no i got one i had the, the only book i ever remember actually reading so i'll just go it's um i think it's uh yeah we're gonna go with mice and men just because it was it's that's mm-hmm. all I got. I have nothing really behind that unless you want to accept uh, where the sidewalk ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that's more of a
2: poetry kind of collection. Not quite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not a novel. All right, Mr. Jeremy, you are the avid reader of the group.
0: I am, but that that's a rough one. But if I, I, I think I'm just going to go classic because one that always gets me thinking and I actually revisit every once in a while even though the adaptations have been uh, lackluster, though I did like the newest one, uh, the HBO one, but I'm going to go Fahrenheit 451, one that just really gets you thinking about, like, I'm censorship. Surprised. And-
2: I'm surprised you actually both mentioned books I have read. Uh, both of them <laughs> were for AP, like, lit class back in the day, yeah. I think. Um, I've read both Of Mice and Men and Fahrenheit 451. Wow. Ooh. He hit Lenny, and he kills like a mouse, and that's all crazy. And then all the insanity from Fahrenheit 451 dystopian kind of crazy stuff. Of those two, I think I actually liked Fahrenheit 451 better. I'm not going to lie. I think that was the better book. So,
0: Probably
2: is not, the, not nearly as cool as I thought it was or interesting. It was a well, failure, I, I but not a failure. sunk
0: it a little bit because the other one I was thinking of going with is a book called The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Uh,
2: That's a good call. You didn't. Yeah, because yeah, I, I haven't read that. hadn't don't it's know
0: it a very dystopian book. It's a very weird writing style, but um, another one that like okay. really gets you thinking about what would happen in like dystopian times. And it's it's a mm-hmm. jerker of a book, too
4: other book I could think of and it's I don't again don't think it's a novel is uh being Patrick Swayze so that's that's uh oh, that's, my yeah too, so.
2: yeah probably would have given that one the win wait, wait, but hold on. <laughs> you got your copy
0: being Patrick Swayze nice. yeah, I'm still waiting to
2: get mine signed Neil yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I just gotta bring it to Neil at some point and just make right? him sign it
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right Jeremy that means you are gonna start things off in our championship round what category do you
0: want to take off the board well Since you did that uh, interesting intro there for me, let's go music to start it off. Okay. Let's start off in the 60s. Okay.
3: And you're going
2: to get some more singing, my man. (laughs) You are so lucky. We're starting off in the Throwback Lounge, and I need you to name the artist of this 1964 number one hit. I guess I'll go on home, it's late. There'll be tomorrow night but wait what do i see is she walking back to me yeah she's walking
0: back to me hey Ooh, i'm going to make you do that one more time cuz i think i i think i'm getting it but eh. mhm
2: i guess i'll go on home it's late there'll be tomorrow night but wait what do i see is she walking back to me. Yeah, she's walking back to me. Hey! Hmm. This is
0: 1960 something? 1964. You say you need the artist or the... Artist. Because I think I've narrowed down the song, and I'm trying to remember who actually did it first. <sighs> I, I it's, it's a flip of the coin here. I'm gonna go... Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is incorrect. Damn it.
2: <laughs> Eric, can you steal?
4: I believe Coach Klein has his face tattooed on his rear. Uh, I'm going to go Roy Orbison.
2: Roy Orbison is correct. That is yep. P- that was my
0: coin toss. Pretty woman. Shabir. Yep. Uh,
2: one thing I forgot to mention, the winner of this game will be the 2022 BFOP patron tournament champion. And you guys aren't playing for nothing. You will get a t-shirt. You'll get a t-shirt that states you are the champion. Scott Barber does have his. And you will get an automatic placement into the 2023 tournament, as long as you stay on as a patron, of course. But you will be (laughs) in that uh, tournament as the top seed.
0: Does does the shirt say on the back, I spent 14 years in this trivia tournament and all I got was a stupid (laughs) 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 T-shirt? That would would be very good. Uh, All right, Eric, you uh,
2: have taken a steal, and what category do you want to move on to next?
4: Uh, I'll go with my standard toys and games. Okay. Your
2: decade is the 90s. Sega released what console worldwide in 1999? Becoming the first home console to have a built-in modem for internet use, which meant it benefited by having support for online gaming. Unfortunately, the console was short-lived as the Sony PlayStation dominated sales just one year later.
4: Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Dreamcast? The Dreamcast
2: is correct. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Adam, Whippen. I think you
3: miss I think you mispronounced that company name.
0: SEGA! Is that yeah, how I was supposed to say it? Yeah. SEGA! <laughs> yeah.
2: All right, Jeremy, what would you like?
0: Let's go movies. Okay.
3: Your decade is the 50s.
0: Okay.
2: What 1956 adventure film was directed by Michael Anderson and based on a novel by Jules Verne? In the film, an Englishman with his valet set off on an amazing adventure to win a bet. It won five Oscars, including Best Picture.
0: I believe that is Around the World in 80 Days.
2: Around the World in 80 Days is correct. Eric, we're moving back to you. Evie. Okay. We are staying in the 50s. The Honeymooners ran from 1955 to 56. Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton belonged to a fraternal order named after what animal? It has the genus and species of Pro. Procyon Lotor. That's P-R-O-C-Y-O-N and then L-O-T-O-R.
4: Can you repeat that one more time? Mm-hmm.
2: The Honeymooners ran from 1955 to 56. Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton belonged to a fraternal order named after what animal? It has the genus and species of Procyon Lotor. Or Lator. However you want to say it. Or Procyon not sure if I'm pronouncing either correctly. I'm terrible with Latin.
4: I want to say the raccoons.
2: The raccoons is correct. Oh my god! Wow, I actually pulled a little audible there, and I made it just slightly more difficult because this is the championship. I said, uh, "And Procyon Lotor translates to dog-like washer." Feel like you would have that would have helped a little bit. You didn't need it.
0: You knew it. Should have gone Trash Panda.
2: Trash Panda. That would have been great if it did. All right, Jeremy, we are back to you.
0: Uh, Let's go Literature.
2: Yeah, Literature.
3: And the 2000s are coming at you.
2: Hey, John, you liked it. You did it. You did the thing. All right. Anansi Boys is a 2005 fantasy novel in which an incarnation of the West African trickster god, dies leaving twin sons who in turn discover one another's existence after being separated as young children it was written by what author known for works like american gods Coraline, and the and the sandman
0: oh thank god uh, i love these books uh it's neil gaiman it is neil gaiman also check out sandman on netflix if you haven't yet
2: I haven't yet. I need to. I haven't read the the comic book series, and like I'm, I kind of want to first, but maybe I should just dive into the Netflix show.
0: I, I would dive in. It is well worth it.
2: Okay. All right. All right, Eric. We're moving along. We got back to you, and you can pick between news and politics, fashion, slang,
3: sports, or food. Let's go f- food. Okay. Your decade is the '70s.
2: Okay. We have a question from Jackie Lefave. Thank you, Jackie. What doggone good convenience store treat was invented in 1970? Originally, there were only four flavors, cherry, grape, orange, and lemon-lime. Today, there are over 40 super cool flavors available.
4: Uh, I'm going to say Slush Puppy.
2: Slush Puppy is correct. All right. Jeremy, what you want? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. What you really, yeah. really want?
0: Um I'm going to (laughs) go, news and politics.
3: And we are staying in the 70s.
2: Okay. And we have a question from Will Boylan. Thank you, Will. Between 1908 to 1973, New York was home to the world's tallest building. Seven different buildings in New York held the title within that time frame. What was the most recent to hold that title doing so before the Sears Tower took over in
0: 1973? Um, I'm going to have it between two, and I'm just going to go with the what seems like the more obvious one and say the Empire State Building.
2: Empire State Building is incorrect. Eric, can you steal?
4: The World Trade Center?
2: The World Trade Center is Correct. All right, getting a steal. Eric, another steal. Eric, do you want fashion, slang, or sports?
4: Slang, please. Okay. Coin flips are not going my way tonight.
3: (laughs) Your decade is the 2000s.
2: Okay. First used in the early 2000s, what initialism is used in response to an online post Text message, article, etc., that is thought to be too lengthy or is used by the writer before a summary of a lengthy text.
4: Read that one more time, please.
2: First used in the early 2000s, what initialism is used in response to an online text, post, message, article, etc., that is thought to be too lengthy or is used by the writer before a summary of a lengthy text?
4: So you want the the term or the 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 letters.
2: What initialism?
4: So just too long didn't read. Oh yeah, TLDR, I think. TLDR
2: is correct. Okay. I think Jeremy was sitting in wait hoping that you'd miss that one. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, you get fashion or you get sports?
4: <sighs> Let's
0: go sports.
2: Your decade is the 50s. Wow. <laughs> okay. We have another question from Will Boylan. Thank you, Will. In October of 1956, New York Yankees pitcher Don Larson threw the first and only perfect game in the World Series, doing so, doing so against which artful team who defeated the Yankees in the World Series the year before?
0: God, okay. I'm like, I really don't know, but then I thought about what you just said, and you said artful, which makes me think the artful Dodgers, so I'm going to go the Brooklyn Dodgers at that time.
2: The Brooklyn Dodgers is correct. Great use. That was a great clue. clue. (laughs) Thank you, Will, for that clue. All right, Eric, that means you're going to talk about your fashionable self.
4: Yay. And
3: your decade is the 70s.
2: Okay. Established in 1974 in Laguna Beach, California, what colorful company specializes in men's and women's leather, hemp, and rubber flip-flops?
4: I have no idea. Um, Who makes flip-flops? I have no clue. Uh, Dockers. No
2: clue. Dockers is incorrect. Jeremy, can you steal?
0: Maybe? (sighs) I... I'm thinking of, there's one company I can think of that came to mind. Well, there's two, but I don't know if one's a company or just a type of shoe. So I'm going to go with the one that I know is a company and say Rainbow Sandals. Rainbow Sandals is correct.
2: Well done. All right. Getting the (laughs) steal. John, that is the end of round one. Could you please give us the score update?
3: Well, despite a uh, slow start, Jeremy was uh, able to kind of close the gap a little bit uh, before the end of that round. Eric has 60, and Jeremy has 40.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty tight one. Pretty good. And now I'm going to hand things over to Big Brother John to take over round
0: two. So, weird follow-up. The other thing that came to mind on that last one was Birkenstocks, but that's a type of shoe, right? No, I think it's a company. I'm pretty sure it's a company. Okay, good. Well, coin flip went the right way this time.
3: All right, well, Jeremy got to pick first in uh, round one. So, Eric, you're going to have to pick for him here in round two. What category do you want to give him?
4: Uh, He gets literature.
2: (laughs)
3: Okay. And it's the 80s. Name this 1988 horror novel by Anne Rice that is a continuation of the story that ends in a cliffhanger in the vampire Lestat and explores the rich history and mythology of the origin of the vampires which dates back to ancient Egypt. A movie adaptation starring Aaliyah, or Aaliyah, was made in
0: 2002. Okay. Uh, Wasn't 100% sure, but again, great clue. And if it's the Aaliyah movie, it would be Queen of the Damned.
3: Queen of the Damned is correct. All right. I'm all lost because I'm not used to doing it this way. (laughs) There we go. Okay. All right, Jeremy, what category do you want to give to Eric?
0: Uh, Let's give Eric fashion
2: okay this decade is the 90s
3: all right this question is brought to us by jamie toon what boot brand was made popular in the 90s by hip-hop acts like wu-tang clan and biggie smalls despite resistance by the ceo to the urban market and was sold to vf fashions in 2011 who were more than happy to embrace their icon status there was an odd pause in there that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> I didn't realize Jamie wrote it as one continuous run-on sentence.
2: Gosh, get some grammar, Jamie.
4: <laughs> i would read that one more time. My yeah. internet was jumping too, so. Sure. What boot brand was made
3: popular uh, in the 90s by hip-hop acts like Wu-Tang Clan and, and Biggie Smalls? Despite resistance by the CEO to the urban market, it was sold to VF Fashions in 2011, uh, who were more than happy to embrace their icon status.
4: That's just uh, Tim's or Timberlands?
3: Timberlands is correct. Okay.
4: All right. Eric, what do you want to give to Jeremy? Uh, I can't give him literature again. All right, cool. Um, News and politics, please. All right. And
2: the decade is going to be the 70s. Sorry, rolling again. Decade is the
3: 60s. On September 1st, 1969, the Libyan monarchy was overthrown and a radical revolutionary government headed by who took
0: power?
2: Not the Libyans!
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, I, now I've got back to the future. i so, sorry, more time? <laughs> that, was, that
3: was a mean thing to do. On September 1st, 1969, the Libyan monarchy was overthrown and a radical revolutionary government headed by who took power?
0: Okay. Um,. I'm thinking this is when he took over. I'm going to go with Gaddafi.
3: Momar al-Gaddafi is correct. All right, Jeremy, what do you want to give to Eric? Uh, Let's
0: go with uh, slang.
3: And the decade is the 50s. I do believe that if someone says you're circled, that you are what?
0: say oh sorry that's his number <laughs> I almost
3: <laughs> is it married married you picked up on the I do clue it is married
2: no uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's nowhere near that <laughs> I
0: was like, because there was such a pause I'm like oh this is supposed to be me answering crap oh wait no it's not <laughs> uh,
3: all right Eric what do you want to throw back to Jeremy he
4: can have food
3: And the
2: decade is also,
3: oh, sorry, it was the 50s last time. We're moving up to the 60s. My bad. Was it the 50s last time? I thought it was the 70s last time. I thought it was, too. Oh, wait. 70s what? last
2: time. Yes, I was ahead in, um, did I say 70s for slang? I don't know. We're on food. Yeah, I know. But wasn't sl- slang the last one? 50s the last was slang.
0: Thing. Yeah, 50s yeah. <laughs> was
2: slang. So now, yeah, we're moving up to the 60s. Oh okay. Oh no, you meant '70s for the last food. I meant for the last question. All right, this is this is. It gets confusing, you know, when me and John are now. We don't we don't swap like this very often. It's only the second time. All right.
3: All right. So we're doing the '60s. It's
2: the '60s. Same thing I said before. Okay.
3: In the 1960s, overabundance, fast foods, and processed foods led to the beginnings of the obesity problem in America. On the diet front. Jean Niedich and several friends met in her apartment in 1961 to counsel each other about dieting. Her support group eventually became what company?
0: Read that one more
3: time, please. In the 1960s, overabundance, fast foods, and processed foods led to the beginnings of the obesity problem in America. On the diet front, Jean Niedich and several friends met in her apartment in 1961 to counsel each other about dieting her support group eventually became what company
4: This is
0: issue. Would this be um this be weight watchers? Weight watchers is correct. Okay. God. Ooh. Never heard that name before but I'm like what dietary company came out of the, you know, <laughs>
3: All right, now you got to give a category back to Eric. Left, we got movies, music, TV, toys and games, and sports.
0: That's probably bite me, but uh, take sports.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Probably will. (laughs) And it's the 60s. In 1968, in what sport did the current era known as the Open Era begin? It started when tournaments allowed professional players to compete with amateurs, ending the division that had persistence. Since the dawn of the sport in the 19th century.
4: Uh, is that tennis?
3: Tennis is correct.
0: That'd be tennis or golf. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I would have
3: gone the other way. All right. What category do you want to give uh, back to Jeremy?
0: Oh, uh, boy.
4: Um, Movies, please.
0: Okay.
2: And
3: the decade is the 60s. so We're doing a lot of old stuff today. Sebastian Cabot was a British actor best known for voicing what character in the 1967 Disney film The Jungle Book? He also voiced Lord Ector in The Sword in the Stone and was the narrator for many of the Winnie the Pooh films.
0: I know I've heard this before. Uh, Say those characters again, the ones that you can name.
3: Uh, He voiced Lord Ector in The Sword in the Stone and he was the narrator for many of the Winnie the Pooh
0: films. Okay, so I have to go with what Jungle Book character? That is correct. Right. I think that he would have been Bajira then. Bajira is correct. Okay, good pull. Just watched that like two days ago with my son, so.
2: Nice.
3: <laughs> All right, what do you want to give to Eric? We've only got music, TV, and toys and games left. Uh, let's go TV. Okay. And it's the 2000s. Ethan Supley, Jamie Presley, and Jason Lee were the stars of what 2005 to 2009 NBC sitcom? Read those actors again, please. Ethan Supley, Jamie Presley, and Jason Lee.
4: Is it My Name is Earl?
0: My Name is Earl is correct. Like Jason Lee, was he on anything besides that? <laughs> He's on movies.
2: Oh, yeah. But yeah, not, not TV-wise, really.
0: Uh, all
3: right. Eric, we got music and toys and games. Uh, He can
4: have toys and games.
3: Oh, uh, okay. interesting. I was not expecting that.
4: Uh,
0: I was expecting to get music on that one.
4: <laughs> I was legitimately already
2: marking off music because I was like, oh, I know what Eric's going to do.
0: <laughs> Whoops. Well, I gave him sports. Maybe it's the gentleman's. Uh... Yep. <laughs> it is the 60s. I bet Joey,
3: Johnny, and Dee, Dee bopped to this to this strategic-level war game published by Avalon Hill in
0: 1965. Say that question one more time, because I know the three people, but I'm trying to place the game. I bet Joey, Johnny, and Dee,
3: Dee bopped to this strategic-level war game published by Avalon Hill in 1965.
0: Uh, okay, I'm glad I had you reread that, because I'm like, I don't know if any board games called the Ramones, but Bop makes me think the board game would be called Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg is correct. I know my Ramones, but I don't remember a board (laughs) game named the Ramones.
3: (laughs) All right, that uh, leaves music for Eric. It does.
2: And Eric's decade is going to be the 70s. Which
3: 1972 hit song by Johnny Nash was not vaguely re-recorded by Jimmy Cliff in 1993 for the soundtrack to the movie Cool Runnings?
4: I can see clearly now.
3: I can see clearly now is correct. Whoa. Okay. All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? I think
2: we have a throwback trivia takedown first. Um, now, well, it's not going to be a perfect game yet until we have uh, our final answers, but so far not a single question has been missed, You know, even if they've been stolen at least – Every question has been answered. Jeremy has 90, but Eric's got a little lead with 110. All right. So still a pretty close game going into the final round. I now think that's just perfect for a championship game. You know, you guys, yep. y- everything has been answered, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm almost dead certain that has never happened.
3: Let's find out uh, what categories are going to go in. Eric, since you are in the lead, which category would you like in the final round? Swor- Sports, please. <laughs> Ooh, oh, no.
2: Eager. Eager Beaver over there, all right? <laughs> <laughs> the decade is the 80s.
0: All right. Oh. And Jeremy. I hope I don't shoot myself in the foot with this one, too. I'm going to go literature.
2: Uh, okay. That's a, from all the discussions earlier. That can make sense.
3: And it's the 60s. All right, gentlemen. So, based on 80s sports and 60s literature, go ahead and write down your bids. Yeah.
2: And I would like y'all to send them to me for these final ones where you got it. There you go, Adam. Okay.
3: I have the answers, or I have the wagers, I mean. All right. Here are your questions. We will start with 80s sports. What Northeast team won their first World Series in 1980, 97 years after the team was formed? Its city had a second team from 1901 to 1953 that then moved to Kansas City. And then to Oakland. And your 60s literature question. What 1961 Henry Miller novel is named after the most northerly circle of latitude on Earth at which the sun can be directly overhead?
2: Well, these two contestants are thinking about their answers. What I want to mention today is some of the changes that are going to be happening for next year's. BFOP tournament so a heads up to all the patrons out there and any potential future patrons here's what's going down before next year's tournament first off we are uh, making the kind of cutoff to come in to the tournament it has to be by the end of 2022 so you have to join as a patron uh, or be a patron by the end of December 31st 2022. And then you have a potential chance to get in. We are no longer going to have the $1 tiers eligible for the tournament. It'll start at $5 and up are going to be eligible. $1, you will be getting our Patreon-exclusive content that is going to be coming from this. Yes, there will be some Patreon-exclusive content because we are going to have the tournament be only 16 people. It's going to be starting in March. And so those first couple months, we're going to be doing some play-in rounds. So the champion of this game will automatically get one of the slots. will get the number one slot for the next tournament. But there will be 15 play-in rounds that are going to be kind of speed question style. And if you miss a question, you kind of drop out. And if you miss a couple questions, I think that'll be the end of that one. And whoever's the last person standing will get the play-in bid into the tournament. So that's how we're going to do this one, um, and those will just go on as Patreon-exclusive episodes. So join at the $1 tier if you want to listen to those at least, or $5 if you want to be eligible to join and have a potential chance to be in the tournament. All right. Whew, that's the whole spiel. John, did I miss
3: anything? No, I think you you got it all. And just so everyone knows, the reason that we're going to have to do it this way is we can't continue to have this thing grow to the point where our whole year is just the tournament. Yeah. And we can't have it to where we do these play-ins on Patreon and do the normal one because yeah. we just don't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had yeah. to find it- a way to streamline it a little bit for our sanity.
2: Exactly. So 16 people is a solid, perfect Patreon or a, a, a episode kind of length for a big tournament. But we'll have to, you know, streamline in that so we can get just those 16 players. So, yes, so you guys are playing for that. All right. That is the end of my spiel.
3: All right, gentlemen, would you like both questions reread?
0: I at least want the sports one reread. I
4: think I got I them. need. I need the liter- literature one. All I'll
3: do both. Okay, here's the sports one. What Northeast team won their first World Series in 1980, 97 years after the team was formed? Its city had a second team from 1901 to 1953 that then moved to Kansas City and then to Oakland. And then your literature question. What nineteen sixty one Henry Miller Henry Miller novel is named after the most northerly circle of latitude on Earth at which the sun can be directly overhead?
4: And I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm gonna lock in
3: too. All right. Well, let's uh, see what your answers were, Jeremy. Since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions?
4: All right. For the
0: sports one, because I'm not a hundred percent sure at all. Um, I it sounds right, but not sure. I'm gonna go with the Phillies on that one, Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, for the book, I believe that is Tropic of Cancer. All right, and Eric, um, the
4: 1980 World Series was the Phillies, uh, happened a year before I was born in Philadelphia. I was actually born in Philadelphia, um, and 61. I also went with the Tropic of Cancer.
3: All right. Let's find out the answers to the question. Uh, For the 80s sports, the northernmost team who won the World Series in 1980 was indeed the Philadelphia Phillies. And the 1961 Henry Miller novel was the Tropic of Cancer. So both players are getting their bids. Let's find out how this went. Jeremy, how much did you
0: bid? um go big or go home it's the last game i went all in uh since i was behind so 90 points
4: all right and eric i also went all in kind of like i normally do i was bet all 110.
3: all right adam should be easy math go ahead and tell us who is our 2022 patron tournament champion with our first ever
2: perfect game every question answered at least in this round that was phenomenal. The new champion of the BFOP 2022 Patron tournament is Eric Eed with 210 taking down a fantastic opponent in Jeremy Goodson with 180. That was a heck of a game.
4: Great game, Eric. Holy no, crap, that was yeah. <laughs> that was that was intense at the end. Uh,
3: congratulations, Eric. I know it was a hard-fought win. Uh, it was months, literally months, in the making <laughs> for everyone involved.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, yeah. Oh, thank you guys. Yeah.
3: And that we'll awesome. uh, we'll let you have the last word. But Jeremy, you've made it all this way just to be beaten by twenty points, essentially. <laughs> well, yeah, well, more <laughs> That's, than that. You know but, what?
0: I had no. I, I figured I was gonna be out in the first or second round. I knew some of the people I thought I was gonna be up against as well. And when they get beat. It makes it even worse because you're like, oh, crap. I knew they were good, but somebody just took them out. I'm screwed. Um, and I've had some really, really, really good dice rolls this game uh, th- through the whole tournament. Uh, stuff has just fallen in my wheelhouse where it shouldn't have or if I'd gotten the other question you know, that they got right, I wouldn't have. Um, this was a great job. Thank you guys for putting this on. And just a big congrats to Eric. I have been deathly afraid of facing you in anything because I've heard you on a lot of podcasts Uh, and it was a really good game. Well-deserved.
3: Well, thank you uh, again, Jeremy. Uh, You were a fantastic uh, contender and we uh, appreciate you being on. Uh, Eric, it is your time to shine, sir. Leave us with some uh, fantastic words of wisdom.
4: Uh, My wisdom is... uh I didn't pick toys and games because I always like John's music questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the behind. Yeah. Behind on that. Um, I just want to say thanks to my wife, kids, Aiden, Oliver, Miles, dogs, Hightower, Tangleberry, and Captain Raymond Holt. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, you guys, especially for, for putting this on. I, I want it. When Scott Grimes turned me on to you guys, actually, Adam, when you first came on Benchwarmers, I immediately jumped over here, and this is by far my favorite trivia podcast. I'm sorry, Triviality. Um, but (laughs) Neil is not going to be happy. It's only because
0: Neil didn't sign your book yet. (laughs) Yeah,
4: like, honestly, Neil, if you sign my book, maybe. But anyway, no, this is a lot of fun. Uh, Again, Jeremy, awesome. Like, this was probably the most stressful. Last game was stressful. This one was even way more. It was just blow for blow at the end there anyway uh my name is eric um you can find me on bench trivia podcast file follow, follow us on social media it's not just sports trivia i mean it is just sports trivia but it's not at the same time i try to be very immature um <laughs> very different than i am on here because i'm more focused here uh but yeah so thank you guys again this has been a lot of fun i might have a little void now i'm gonna have to just i don't know i'll just start writing my games for you guys now
3: all right, well, that wraps up our 2022 patron tournament. That's Adam, and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown.
1: Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to takedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown.
2: Hey, everybody. I'm Corey.
0: And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know,
2: the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want, this is what you
4: get.